You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If we were to hop into a time machine and travel back to the year 220 million BC, let's just say things wouldn't go well for us. This was a time when the food chain was dominated by crocodiles the size of our RV, when salamander-like creatures were the size of Great Danes, and when modern-day Arizona was a veritable Jurassic Park of dinosaurs and jungles. Imagine us basically visiting Isla Nublar in Jurassic Park, but instead of having Jeff Goldblum's pithy comic relief, it's pure terror, and there's no Dr. Grant or Laura Dern to save you. Do I get to meet, like, Chris Pratt? Because if I get to meet Chris Pratt, then, oh, you're, I, I mean, I'm yeah. jumping into the wrong Jurassic Park That's here, but I know. barely the same franchise. I know. <laughs> Fortunately, Arizona is much safer in 2019 when your biggest risk is getting a sunburn. Yeah, but part of the prehistoric era has been fossilized and preserved. And we're going to enjoy that today on Parklandia as we talk about Petrified Forest National Park. I'm Matt. And I'm Brad. We sold our loft in Chicago and gave up our city-dwelling existence to live in an RV and travel the country full-time. Just us and our dog, Finn. Thanks for listening. The most notable aspect of this prehistoric time period is the ambiance of crystallized logs that give Petrified National Park its name. A trip to this park, an out-of-the-way destination in sleepy northeastern Arizona, reveals a glimpse into the wild past, more so than any other national park. I mean, it feels like a figurative time travel um, through this fossilized world. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, One thing I think is important to point out for anyone coming here expecting some sort of forest, which is fair. Um, <laughs> you really shouldn't expect anything tropical or jungle-like. This isn't the year 220 million BC anymore, fortunately. Uh, nowadays, there really isn't anything foresty whatsoever. And honestly, the only green thing you're likely to see here is my cactus phone case. Well, you have to tell everyone your phone case's name. Yeah, it's Cactus Jack is the name of my phone case. And what you name it it's after? a real person. 
Uh, I, I named it after a Mexican restaurant chain that I remember seeing in New Hampshire growing up. I don't know if it was beyond that. And I honestly don't even remember eating there, but apparently it left enough of an impact that I've now named my phone case after it. <laughs> yeah, I guess you should probably get back to the landscape, though. Your yeah, phone cases. so let's cut. Yeah, let's get back. The cut landscape the, here <laughs> at Petrified Forest is almost eerily quiet, really, with not not many animals aside from the occasional crow. Um, which kind of fits this arid, barren landscape. But in spite of its name, which sounds rather lush, Petrified Forest is a desert with mostly just sand, stone, and these gigantic fallen logs that have been transformed over time into shimmering crystals. That's not to suggest that it's all just dystopian and, and arid, though. This, this landscape is really rich with natural beauty and, of course, plenty of Instagram opportunities. Yes, all those Instagram opportunities. I mean, the pictures that we got here are probably some of my favorite from oh, like, all the national so parks we've beautiful. been to. Yeah, they're like, it's a hauntingly beautiful area, and it really comes out well in photos. You don't really need to use filters on Instagram for that. Hashtag no filter. Yeah, exactly. Um, so in addition to dinosaur fossils and petroglyphs left behind by Native peoples who used to live here, Petrified Forest is ultimately a well-preserved look at these mighty trees that once thrived in this region when this part of Arizona was a tropical terrain. Now, these trees have long since fallen, um, mostly due to raging rivers that toppled them and ultimately wound up burying them in volcanic ash and silt and thus fossilizing them over the course of hundreds of millions of years. I mean, they really are the stars of the show here at the Petrified Forest. I mean, with some of the most densest concentration of logs seen in the places like the Painted Desert, the Rainbow Forest, the Giant Forest, all of which get their names from how massive and colorful these logs are today. I mean, the Old Faithful, for instance, not to be confused with Yellowstone's main attraction, is a looming giant log in the Giant Forest. I mean, it's as wide as a bus. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, we should really just throw it back. I mean, way back to how these logs came to be. I mean, yeah. you're really better at describing that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give you the Betty Crocker recipe version of how petrified logs are formed. Um, so when these trees fell and became buried in sediment and ash, that essentially cuts off oxygen in the wood. Um, Cut it out. Yeah. No more oxygen. So eventually water will seep in, and when it mixes with the sediment, it forms silica in the ash and begins this slow, long, drawn-out process of transforming the original tissue in the wood into rock. And along the way, the silica turns into quartz, and it gets its colors based on various mineral content from things like chromium and iron and carbon. And so fast forward a couple hundred million years, and that sediment is removed by wind, and these logs are now exposed as glistening essentially giant gems with colors like purple, green, blue. Basically, it's a, a desert filled with these gigantic Easter egg-looking logs. Yeah, I mean, that process that led the petrified forest, I mean, it's a lengthy and elaborate recipe for Mother Nature, just like you mentioned. I mean, uh, the, the results may sound like they're stale or hard as a rock, but they're beautifully breathtaking. And it's unlike anything else I've seen on Earth. And we've yeah. And been well-traveled, so it's one of those things, like, it's just, uh, it's so beautiful how this park contains some of the most concentrated collections of petrified woods, which people end up trying to steal, which is not, not okay. Yeah, leave them be. Um, more so than most parks, uh, Petrified Forest 
it, for better or worse, uh, is known as kind of a drive-through park. A lot of people don't spend a ton of time here, um, which is kind of unfortunate because there's a lot to see. Uh, but it's understandable. That's mostly due to the fact that the park is not very huge to begin with. But then it's bisected by this main park road. Um, there are two entrances, one on the north end, one on the south end. And then you have this main park road that goes right through it with a few little trails here and there off that go off that road. Um, but on the kind of positive side of that, it is refreshingly straightforward. And it makes it very easy to navigate this park with very clear markers denoting hiking trails, historic sites, and viewpoints along the way. It's compared to a lot of other parks that are like Yellowstone or Yosemite, which have like kind of a dizzying array of entry points and oh roads my gosh, branching you're not off. Kidding. It's a little overwhelming. So especially for newbies who are visiting for the first time, Petrified Forest is very doable and very welcoming in that way. It's kind of, it's not as intimidating. I, I found that very refreshing. Trails. One of the must-see stops for me was the Blue Mesa Trail. I mean, as easy as the name is, it was located off the Blue Mesa Road. I mean, didn't we say it was pretty straightforward? Yeah. Oh, very straightforward. <laughs> you know exactly where you're going with the Blue Mesa Road, Blue Mesa Trail. And this one's located right in the middle of the park. I mean, the trail is an easy, like, one-mile loop. Uh, but within a short distance, it really packs a punch. I mean, the whole thing is paved. So starting out along the Mesa Ridge with sweeping views of the surrounding desert, I mean, you quickly get transformed in this trail, and you get to weave down into some colorful bladlands. It's lit with tints of purples and blues. Hence the name. I know, right? Yeah, like we like said, straightforward. Perfect name. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, once we reach the bottom, the, the trail loops through a forest of petrified logs, many of them the size of boulders. I mean, between the colors of the badlands and the petrified wood, this trail is as colorful as the Las Vegas Strip. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. no neon signs, though. I mean, it's No it's very, neon, yeah. no casinos, <laughs> just as colorful. Just as colorful. I mean, it's just a great place to, you know, get a work call, which Matt did not like. Um, but when you're helping guide and run a business, sometimes you have to take those phone calls uh, right in the middle of a trail, right, babe? <laughs> yeah. I mean, one another pro of this trail is it's a great trail for passive-aggressively storming away. Um, it's nice and flat. Great for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, aside, when you're not doing that, when you're not being annoyed, uh, it's just a great stroll to take photos and enjoy the stunning scenery. And the best part for us, what we loved the most, was being able to take our dog, Finn. Yeah, Finn, he's so amazing. I mean, watching Finny run is like watching a T-Rex on four front arms. Like, dee -dee 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 -dee. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So cute, so fun. And Finn, he's a he's a mini dachshund, so he's he's not, at his fattest, he was 13 pounds, or he's 16 pounds. He's a tiny pounds. guy. And yeah. at his, right now, he's about 13 pounds. He's just a small, brown-haired short-haired mini dachshund, and he is our best friend and our companion. And, you know, whenever I'm uh, feeling emotional, he's always there for me. And Finn is really more than just our dog. He is our friend, and that's why we really enjoy going uh, to these national parks with him yeah. and bringing him whenever really we can. really cool. But if there's bears out there or alligators, oh. we definitely stay away from no, that. No, he stays in the RV. But, yeah, it was it's really great to be able to experience stuff like this with him. And not all national parks are, like you said, very dog-friendly. Petrified Forest really is. It's one of the most dog-friendly parks in the system. 
And it's cool to be able to take him out with us and let him enjoy the scenery along with us. And this is a great trail for him. The length was ideal. It wasn't too long. Not much elevation change. So he could easily do it without getting too tired. And also you could tell he was equally as obsessed with the petrified wood as we were. Just beautiful things. Yeah. Luckily he didn't pee on them. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> and for you, this wasn't your first time hiking the Blue Mesa Trail. Oh, no. No. This is my second time uh, petrified forest and in particular, second time hiking the Blue Mesa Trail. And I can definitively say that this trail is definitely within my top three favorite hiking trails of any national park, which is a huge statement, but well-deserved. Especially because you love like 12 to 15, 20-mile hikes. You're not a small-time hiker. Like for me, this would be perfect for me to name one of my top three. But Yeah, it is kind of surprising because I tend to like really hardcore trails, and I do long, drawn-out hikes. I've done them in so many different national parks. So this one, I think it really indicates how amazing this short little trail is. It's just so stunning from every vantage point. And it's kind of place that when I'm hiking here alone, like I did on my first trip here, it's I, I can't help but say things aloud to myself, just totally alone. Like, oh, geez. And can you believe this view? And I'm just like... He talks to himself to more often than he would like to admit. Like, I'll catch him talking to himself out loud, and he'll be like, I didn't say anything. I'm like, mm, yes. yes, he did. Well, the thing <laughs> is, I think I'm muttering, or I think I'm whispering under my breath or something, but I, I guess I just, I whisper much louder than I think I do. So that's what I've been, that's what I spent my whole time at the Blue Mesa Trail doing, um, which is, you can't help it. It's just so breathtaking like that. But that being said, and... And despite the fact that I'm obsessed with this trail, you should know that Petrified Forest is not really known as like a hiking mecca. There's not a a lot of hiking trails here. There are really only seven official trails, and none of them are longer than three miles in length. Which makes it a very family-friendly park. Very family-friendly. Nothing too strenuous. Especially for those road trips, you know, through the country when you rent those RVs. Yeah, exactly. And it it also makes sense why it's a drive-through kind of park, because people can easily just meander through it, hop off, do a quick little trail here and there, and continue on your way. And that's awesome. That's a great thing. It's It makes it possible to do all, pretty much all of the park's trails in one visit in one a- afternoon. And these trails do a great job of getting you up close and personal with some of the most awe-inspiring petrified specimens and historic sites. You are listening to the Parklandia podcast from iHeartRadio, hosted by Brad and Matt Kerouac. We'll be back with more of the Parklandia podcast from iHeartRadio. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I'm Matt. And I'm Brad. You are listening to the Parklandia podcast from iHeartRadio. Matt, weren't you telling me about that one highlight is the giant logs trail? Like, isn't that located right behind the... Rainbow Forest Museum? Yeah, 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 the Giant Logs Trail. As the the name is definitely kind of an eye-catcher. It just sounds so larger than life and incredible, like it is. And yeah, it starts right behind the Rainbow Forest Museum, which is absolutely worth a visit as well for learning all about the dinosaur history here and fossils. Um, but the Giant Logs Trail has some of the largest petrified logs anywhere on Earth, including Old Faithful. And they're just, it's mind-blowing how massive these things were and to imagine what these things must have been like when they were standing they they must have been the size of like sequoia trees or something and now they're glistening like gems pretty much and that's amazing but then something for something completely different there's the puerco pueblo trail also an easy trail it's only about 0.3 miles round trip Um, and this highlights another very important aspect of the park which is the history and ancient civilizations that once lived here. I mean, it's really hard to imagine living in such a seemingly barren landscape. I mean, Yeah, I know. Nowadays, I, I can't imagine. Even like doing backcountry camping here, I don't know how that would even work. <laughs> but believe it or not, uh, some 2,000 years ago or so, whole communities used to thrive here. And I mean, is there evidence? Uh, yeah, there are. I can back it up. <laughs> there are hundreds of sites throughout the park with evidence um, of these ancient civilizations, some of which left behind petroglyphs and village ruins that you can tour and look at and marvel at. <laughs> and you said Puerco Pueblo. Puerco Pueblo. Yes. It's kind of, it's tricky to say Puerco Pueblo. You kind of have to say it in slow motion to get it right. <laughs> yeah, especially for me. I'm horrible at Panera pronunciation. See? Oh, you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't say. Oh, you're funny. Yes, that is it. It's just one of the best places to witness history. I mean, thanks to like well-preserved structures. Back then, hundreds of people lived in the windowless and doorless pueblos concentrated by water sources. Ladder serves as their entry point. So no windows. You're going down yes. through a ladder. And these dwellings were situated right around these central plazas, which were community spaces for socializing and gathering. Yes. These, like, rocky kind of clay huts. No windows, no doors. Um, And, I mean, obviously water is everything. You have to concentrate your living accommodations by that. Yes, Um, we learned that in Mesa Verde. Yeah, we did. But we'll talk about that later. Stay tuned. Um, Quick side note um, relating to Puerco Pueblo. I remember when I was here the first time, this was 
when I was doing a little solo trip, um, I saw this cautioning cautionary sign by the trailhead warning about dangerous bees in the area. And I remember thinking, what a missed opportunity it was not to say beware, B-E-E-W-A-R-E. Like, how many times in life are you going to have the opportunity to spell that out? And they didn't use it. Matt is very punny. Yeah. <laughs> it was shocking. Um, anyway, I, I didn't see any dangerous bees, so it all worked out. Um, not far from Puerco Pueblo is Newspaper Rock, um, just down the street or down the main road. Some would um, say just a stone's throw just away. a stone's throw from Puerco Pueblo. It's the, this is definitely the best site for viewing petroglyphs in the park. There's such a huge concentration of them here. There, I think, honestly, there's like more than 600 or so petroglyphs. Um, and the amazing thing about petroglyphs, really anywhere you see them, but particularly here in such a large amount, they provide a mysterious and fascinating little peek into the past and what life must have been like for this civilization. Now, you're going to have to tell me more about this because when we went through, I didn't really get to go and see this, which mm. I'm kind of bummed out. But, you know, the yeah. future is still a possibility. Yeah, petroglyphs will be there in the future. Um, but, yeah, they're, I, the, I'm obsessed with petroglyphs. They're so interesting. Uh, and these ones in particular, um, the National Park Service and archaeologists have reached out to descendants of of people from the Navajo, Zuni, Hopi peoples to examine these petroglyphs and see if they could translate any of them. Um, they only recognize a few of them, so they're not able to piece together what the meanings really were or what they were trying to communicate. We can only guess, really. Were they making s- symbols of spirituality? Were they stories? Were they warnings? Were these prehistoric emojis? The, the world, world may never may know. Never know. Yeah. The original <laughs> emojis. Oh, man. Maybe these uh, will be found when we discover why the Ancestral Pueblo from Mesa Verde National Park left the city. Um, they built their cities in the mountains, and they vanished. But, again, we'll have to stay tuned for a future episode. Yes. I'm sorry, let's stay back You're on track. You're obsessed with Mesa Verde I, I National am. Park. I am. So it's So beautiful. Let's, yeah, put a pin in that. <laughs> Fine. Okay, well, let's talk about these ancient civilizations that abandoned the area for reasons unknown. Much like Mesa Verde, may I add. But anyways, Mm -hmm. modern-day people um, sought it out for new reasons, tourism. I mean, after the train tracks were laid through northeastern Arizona, local and national advocates sought to capitalize on the area's unique geography by using the rails to bring in tourists and to see that painted desert. I mean, Route 66 directly passes through the present-day park as well, making it the only national park that contains a section of that historic highway. Yes, and as with so many other things in the modern day, the, it was just a matter of seeing an opportunity to make money, so they did. And naturally, hotels and roadside inns began to pop up around the area, uh, including um, something called the Painted Desert Inn, which is within, still within the National Park. Uh, it's now no longer an inn. It's a museum without lodging. And, um, of course, it, this... Increased tourism and travelers um, to the area brought its own set of problems. In the case of petrified forests, this meant people were pocketing smaller pieces of petrified wood to keep as souvenirs or, I don't know, like colorful paperweights or something. Um, And, of course, considering the limitations of this geographic marvel, this is appalling. It is. And we're going to talk about the curse of the petrified forest. Folklore. 
We're talking about Petrified Forest National Park this week, and we're starting to get into something a little ominous. Yes, we are going to talk about the curse of the Petrified Forest. You know, the one referenced in Netflix show, Dead to Me? About, yeah. <laughs> Love that show. About how Steve... Damn you, Steve. Yeah. Um, so there was this dialogue between Steve and um, one of the stars, Linda Cardellini. Um, apparently, Steve stole petrified wood from Petrified Forest National Park. And guess what? He ended up dead in a swimming pool. Oops. Spoiler alert. Just like that? Yeah. Let's not be like Steve. No, let's not be like Steve. And sorry, I bet you didn't think you'd be hearing about dead to me spoilers on this podcast but that's just because clearly netflix producers love the petrified forest as much as we do and you know this curse is serious stuff yeah very serious stuff um thankfully we have park champions like john muir and theodore roosevelt to thank for protecting the petrified wood for future generations and from future steves um so John Muir was the first to conduct a scientific exca- excavation of the landscape here, and he worked with Roosevelt to formally protect it. And ultimately they did, giving Petrified Forest its national monument status before it eventually got upgraded to a national park in the year 1962. And today about 800,000 annual visitors come to Petrified Forest to look rather than take, unless you want to end up floating face down in that pool. Yeah. Or, you know, with a, a hefty fine, which is also horrible. Yeah, because in 2010, Congress allotted funds? Yeah, in 2010, so not that long ago, Congress allotted funds for park expansion, which essentially did double petrified forest protected land. Um, currently, the National Park Service is working on developing new regions, which will open up potentially new trails, more to explore, more to discover, So really, it seems like the park is only going to get better and better in the future, which is super exciting. Yeah, this park was really easy to navigate with your RV, but you have to leave at night because it's one of the few parks with gates that close and lock every night. So people don't steal the petrified wood and become cursed, you know, Yeah, like Steve. You're listening to the Parklandia podcast from iHeartRadio, hosted by Brad and Matt Kerouac. We'll be back with more of the Parklandia podcast from iHeartRadio. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. My favorite. All right, time for one of my favorite segments. Matt, what was your favorite thing to do at Petrified Forest National Park? Well, my favorite thing, I feel like uh, the obvious one would be the Blue Mesa Trail because that's just amazing and I'm obsessed with it. But I will, I want to also highlight uh, the Rainbow Forest Museum. I think it's incredible and immersive and just very cool to see and learn more about the dinosaurs and prehistoric animals that used to live here. When I was in the museum the first time, um, there was this large mural and installation that showed, depicted like the animals that were once here and what life was like some 200 million years ago. And let me just say it looked terrifying. Uh, I'm really thankful that it's not still like that. Um, but it just, it's insane and incredible. And I just don't, it's mind blowing to imagine how this landscape can utterly change and transform like that. Even if it's been a couple hundred million years. Um, Right. And what were like those three like essential items for you? Because you've been here a couple of times, so you might be better than mine, but you never know. Yes, I've been here a couple of times. Um, so if there were three things that I would personally bring to Petrified Forest, I would bring sunscreen. It It's very sunny. Uh, even if it's not super hot, it's very sunny. And you're out in the wide open. There's no tree cover. Um, so that's important. I would also suggest layers like sweatshirts, light jackets. Um, again, the desert environment um, can get surprisingly chilly. And then, like we mentioned earlier, Petrified Forest is one of the most dog-friendly parks really in the national park system. So you got to bring a dog leash, bring your dog, let them enjoy the trails with you. Which that leads into my favorite thing was being able to bring Finney on the trails with us and get some of the most glorious yeah, Instagram photos out there. Um, so cute. And if I had to remember three things is because I'm 99.99% of the time the driver is we would yeah. have to fuel up before going there. Yeah. Another thing I'd bring is my dog, Finney. And I would definitely bring water, um, not only for ourselves, but for Finney and our little like hiking dog bowl. Um, so that way Finney can get water along the trail and not get exhausted. Um, and uh, we were talking yeah. about this yesterday, and I think pretty much our dream vacation would be this larger, bigger-than-life Route 66 American road trip, um, much like the one we're taking. I mean, bring friends or dogs yeah. and get energy to recharge in the space that you're visiting. I mean, that that is what the American dream really is, is to do what we're doing and we're so yeah. thankful that we get this opportunity um and support yeah. from the people around us yeah and i think it's so poetic and perfect too that route, route 66 this kind of quintessentially american thoroughfare happens to go right through 
Petrified Forest National Park. And really, it doesn't get more all-American than a national park either. So it's so ideal and so perfect. And it would be really a dream to do all of Route 66 um, as this kind of Americana drive. Um, and just the opportunity to be able to stop off in Petrified Forest and do some hikes and learn about dinosaurs and petroglyphs. It's all, it's all wonderful, all very doable and highly recommended. You've been listening to Parklandia. The show was created by us, Matt and Brad Kerouac, along with Christopher Hesiotis. Our executive producer is Christopher Hesiotis, produced and edited by Mike Johns. If you're not already subscribed, you can make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or anywhere you get your podcasts. We take a lot of pictures on the road. Follow us at parklandiapodcast.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Parklandia Podcast. Special thanks to Gabrielle Collins, Crystal Waters, and the rest of the Parklandia crew. But we always want to thank you for listening. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.